It's a brand new year. Hi, my name is NCR. I'm the host of the Sunshining Podcast with a brand new episode. If you're a brand new listener, I'm so excited you stumbled across my podcast and started listening to it. And I encourage you to listen to the end. Uh, today, you know, we're going to be talking about New Year resolutions some. We're going to be talking about looking back to move forward. We're going to be talking about Bible study some. And because uh, for me, a New Year resolution that I made is to read the Bible more. Uh, another new resolution I made is to pray more. And another new resolution I made uh, is to try to pronounce people's names better because that's something I do bad. And so I hope that you'll find this episode helpful. Uh, I have an amazing guest on the show today. So let's just tune in. Hi, uh, Terry Nightingale. Let's uh, pronounce your name right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, I usually don't um, say my guest names uh, like. For, for one, because I'm kind of bad at, you know, just pronouncing their names. Oh, but you're, you're, it wasn't too hard to pronounce. So I, th- I think you're the um, first guest to my show uh, who's a whole day ahead of me. <laughs> so I think there's a 14, uh-huh. yeah, I think there's a 14 hour time difference. Um, you know, I don't know about you, but, uh, you know, I've always found, you know, different times that was interesting. Uh, and I don't know, something, you know, I've thought about before is like, if you could travel fast enough, you could kind of do time travel. Either you know, yes. forward, yeah, forward, forward or backwards. Um, like if like if I traveled to Australia right now, I could uh, I could spend a day over there in the future, and then I could travel back over here and spend the same day. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? Would love uh, that. Yeah. 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 I'm a real I'm a real um, sci-fi geek, and uh, I love the whole idea of time travel. And um, yeah, I don't know, Nathan, if you've traveled very much. Um, but my family are in the UK, so we've made that trip to the UK quite a lot. And uh, you, when you go to the UK, you go back in time because um, uh, we're ahead compared to them. So I, I, yeah, I'm ahead compared to you, aren't I? So if I was to travel to your place right now, I would be going back in time, which would be weird. The thought that I'd be reliving those, uh, those hours again. But um, on the other hand, if you go the other way, you go forward in time. And I seem to remember, and I can't remember which trip this was, but I remember years ago going forward in time and I actually literally lost a day, which was bizarre. You know, I thought, well, where did that get, where did that day go? You know, trying to work that one out really messes with your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Traveling is something and and I, yeah, I don't travel a whole lot myself. And I think if I did, I would, travel too much I would kind of um maybe forget what day it is or something yeah yes it's it's so easy to do that yeah yeah um so yeah I've been checking your some of your stuff out some you know after you contacted me about being a guest on my podcast and you know I love your website your uh your music and um your four-minute devotions but uh my listeners don't know uh, who you are so just in a few words um could you tell us a little bit about who you are Okay, so I, I'm not anybody famous. Uh, I'm just an ordinary guy. Um, I'm a pastor um, serving in uh, Perth in Western Australia. Um, I haven't always been a pastor, although I've always had that in my heart. I believe God called me to it um, a long time ago. But my, so I'm I'm a little bit older than Nathan. I'm <laughs> I'm in my early sixties. So. I've been around a little while, and for most of my working life, I have been involved in Christian education in schools, working as a teacher and in other roles um, in Christian schools. 
And uh, so I have a heart to teach. Um, I love the word of God. I love the Bible. And, and that's um, probably a big factor in, that led me to eventually to study uh, to, to become a pastor. And so, um, so I, did, I did a master's um, <clears throat> it, uh, back in, finished that in 2016 and um, hung up my school teaching boots at that point and, um, and then started serving in, um, in, in pastoral ministry uh, since then, and uh, so I, I look. I look after this lovely little church in um, in a place called Southern River, and uh, we're. Uh, if anybody wants to check us out, we're at southernriver.org.au, um, and uh, it's a real joy to do it. And I, I've been getting. Uh, I, I guess the other thing I do is I do quite a bit of writing, which uh, I guess we're going to talk about, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Something you've been writing is um, short four minute devotionals. Yeah. Uh, and I know, you know, when I started writing, I, shorted, I started writing short inspirational pieces and I usually kind of got the idea for it first and, and wrote like something short and inspirational and then found a verse that kind of went with it later. Uh, but I wonder, do you, do you usually start with the Bible verse first and then write something? Yeah, yeah, nearly always I do it the opposite way around to, yeah. to the way you've described. Uh, so for me, um, uh, I mean, I, I started to, I, I really had a love for the Bible as soon as I became a Christian. So I became a Christian when I was 19. And one of the things God did for me was he just gave me a love for his word. So, um, and what that translates for me really is that, you know, uh, as I'm sure many, many other people, you know, you read something and something jumps out at you, something hits you um, and uh you know, we might say that's the Holy Spirit revealing something to us or, or you know, whatever it is, you know, something jumps out. And uh, so my devotions tend to come out of that, that I'll be reading a psalm or reading one of Paul's letters or reading something out of the Gospels or, you know, one of Jesus's parables, whatever it is. And, and I'll just, something will just strike me and I'll think, oh, wow, you know, that's, um, that's something I'd like to, you know, think about a bit more and, and, uh, and you find uh, after a while, you've got a, something that can form a message that might be a blessing to other people. Um, and then uh, I, I put it together in, in these sort of four minute devotions. And, I, and I, I, liked, I liked the kind of discipline of writing to a, to, a, to a length of time, because it makes me think about the words that I'm using, rather than just writing kind of endlessly. Um, uh, uh, because I sort of stick to this format, which is roughly sort of, you know, one side of A4, you know, on a 12 point, you know, uh, something, you know, typing it. Um, uh, but, but putting it within that sort of um, uh, length of, of writing um, disciplines me to try and write as best as I can, you know, to sort of, to sort of keep it within a framework. Um, and um, so I started doing that a while back and um, sometimes I might read one um, at church. Uh, so for example, uh, we, we celebrate, uh, I know different churches will call it different things, but we celebrate communion or the Lord's Supper or, you know, there's different ways of calling it, isn't it? You know, taking the bread and the wine mm-hmm. as the scriptures tell us to do. Uh, and we uh, sometimes, um, We'll, we'll just share a short message to lead people into that um, 
into that part of the service. And uh, so, you know, sometimes I might use the devotions for something like that. Um, or or um, so we have a local Christian radio station and um, uh, sometimes some of those devotions have found their way on, on that. Um, and again, that's a great way of just getting the word of God out to people who, who are listening. Um, so yeah, that's what I found myself doing and it, it, it does seem to help people. So, you know, I'm grateful to God for that. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, and I love that. And, you know, getting into God's word is important. And so um, I love how, you know, you, you write these and you help people to get into God's word. And so people who are listening to this, if they're looking maybe for devotions to help them get into God's word, you should check out that. Um, and, and, you know, one thing I've noticed, you know, also myself, me personally, how I, you know, uh, and something I think you do, how you personally study God's word or what helps you to get more out of God's word is you study and then you write like something like that, right? Or Yeah. Yeah, I think it has to be personal. Yeah, it has to be personal. Mm -hmm. So, um, um, it, you know, there's, there's different, so, yeah, I mean, kind of a question I was trying to ask is how do you, how do you study, because you write these four-minute devotions for other people, is yeah. that your way of doing Bible study, or do you study the Bible, um, how, how do you, yeah, do personal Bible study? That's a really good question. So yeah, of course, lots of ways of reading the Bible, isn't there? Um, the one that, that works for me is um, I, so currently I am working through the Psalms um, and working through the Book of Romans. So some mornings I might read a Psalm, uh, some mornings I might read a small chunk of the Book of Romans. Um, and I, um, I'll do it in two ways. Um, so, for example, with the Psalms, um, the next one might be Psalm 91 or something. Mm -hmm. So what I'll do is I'll get my Bible and I will read it through slowly. Um, I'll read it again mm -hmm. and I'll just allow it to, to minister to me. All right. Um, then I will. Uh, so I'm, I'm using a commentary. Um, so I'm using a commentary, commentary by a guy called Tremper Longman. And he's written an excellent commentary on the Psalms. And uh, what I really like about the way he writes is that he he takes you through all the, the context of the Psalm and um, how it relates to other Psalms. And so it gives you all the background and all that sort of thing. But he also relates the Psalm to the New Testament as well. Um, he also points us to Jesus Christ as well um because of course the psalms were an important part of of jesus's ministry too um and jesus would have been very 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 familiar with the psalms so so he does he he comments on the the old testament context of the psalm and he points us to christ and so i find that really helpful so i've i've read it through myself a, a couple of times and then i've read what this this guy writes about it and then if something has jumped out at me then I'll just start scribbling a few, you know, typing a few ideas on my computer. And if it looks like there's a message in there that might be helpful, then I'll, over a period of time, not necessarily in that moment, but um, uh, I, I might put a few ideas down and then I might come back to it a couple of days later or, you know, a few days later. And sometimes um, I might 
write a devotion and it, it may be really quick you know it may be a day you know just keep coming back to it um or it may be something that i shelve for a while and then come back a few weeks later and, and that sort of thing and so the same with um the book of romans so i'm i'm going through a, a different commentary on Romans and exactly the same thing. So yeah, it, it's always um, uh, allowing the word of God to speak to you, allowing God to use his word to speak to you first, seeing what, seeing what hits you and then beginning to form, form it into words and paragraphs. And, um, but, but giving it time, you know, keep on coming back to it, um, shaping it a bit more, putting a few more thoughts into there. Yeah, and that's, that's, so that's the process that works for me. Uh, and that's how I do um, my sort of devotion times is um, uh, uh, so I tend not to kind of jump from one thing to the other, you know, I know some people find it helpful to do that. Um, uh, but I like to, I like the consistency of going through a book over a period of time. Um, another question I want to ask is, um, but how, you know, because you're a pastor and so you need to maybe study the Bible more, but for someone who's not a pastor, about how much time a day should they spend, you know, studying the Bible? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I, I think, uh, I, I think one, it is a very personal thing, you know, um, and um, in a way, me calling my devotions four-minute devotions, um, that's actually not a particularly great message, is it? Because I'm, you know, what you know, somebody might look at that and say, "Oh, is that what you're saying? Are you just saying four minutes is enough?" You know, and I'm not saying that, uh, but I guess I guess the reason I've written these is because for people who are really busy who perhaps struggle to find some time in the Word, uh, here's at least something you know that will that will keep you in the Word. But but I I, I personally think that. Um, you know, if we want to live our lives in a way that's pleasing to the Lord, you know, we probably need a bit more time than that, really. Um, you know, I mean, Paul, Paul writes, pray without ceasing, you know, and um, Paul also writes, let the word of God dwell in you richly, you know, so you can imagine Paul as he's going around his missionary journeys, you know, he's, he's probably constantly in prayer, you know, and he's probably constantly thinking along um, what what he would have known uh, he as the Hebrew scriptures or the Old Testament to us. He would have been he would have you know had those scrolls with him, I'm sure, and uh, mm -hmm. and uh, been meditating you know on God's word. So you know, I I guess it's difficult to answer that question because you know the the ideal answer is you know God probably wants us mm -hmm. consciously in His presence as much as possible. You know. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we have to be aware that, you know, some people have extremely busy lives and, and many responsibilities. And so it, it may be difficult for people. So I, I guess everyone has to work that out, really. I mean, one of the things I've said to my church, I did a preaching series called The Quiet. Um, uh, I think it was last year. Um, and I was basically just encouraging people, look, find a place every day where you can be on your own with God and find a time every day where you can be on your own with God, you know, and, um, you know, it, it, if you can it, make it at least 10 to 15 minutes, um, if it's more than that, great. Uh, I, I guess my own personal uh, walk is that I have that time every morning um, 
and uh, but sometimes you know things might happen and it may occur later in the day but most mornings uh, I will have that that quiet place um, but there will be other times in the day when I'll need to pray about something um, or there will be other times you know when I'll want to look at something in the bible um, there may be other times to pray with others you know so I'd say, yeah, I'd say, you know, if we're putting it down to, to, to numbers, I'd say try and have some time with God at least 10 to 15 minutes um, each day. I was actually talking with a young guy in my church recently, and uh, I, I always encourage people to do to do this first thing in the morning. Um, I mean, that's natural to me because I'm, I wake up early. But actually talking to this young guy, he was saying, well, you know, that's my worst time, he said, because I'm so sleepy, I can't concentrate and I just need to get to work. Uh, and it turned out that what was best for him was last thing at night because, uh, um, and, and so he's reading his Bible just before he goes to sleep and that's that's what works for him. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I guess we've got to work out, you know, who we are, how has God wired us? And uh, so what is the best time of day? Um, other people I've heard, you know, will if their work permits this, they will have a lunch break in the middle of the day and they'll take off somewhere and, you know, spend some time mm -hmm. uh, with God then, you know, and that works for them. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, yeah, Bible study is in prayer is really important. And so, uh, yes, you know, something we need to be intentional about. And so for whoever's listening to this, um, you know, maybe there's a new, new year resolution they need to make to be more intentional with, you know, with, with them. Bible study and prayer. Um, yeah. So another, you know, so it, it's just going into you know twenty twenty two, a brand new year, and you recently yeah. you recently uh, released a book titled "Looking Back to Move Forward." Yeah. You know, so I'm going to ask you a few questions about that. Please. But, yeah. Yeah, but first, you know, I just want to ask you, and, and something I, I want to ask everyone who's listening to this podcast. Is um what is something you've you've learned just from the you know, the last year or two? Oh, something I've learned in the last year or two. Um, I think there's a lot of fear in the world, mm -hmm. um, and uh, and and I think um, it's obviously, you know, obviously the pandemic has caused a lot of fear. Um, I think lots of things, you know, have caused people to be very fearful. Um, but at the same time, there's been a, a real attack on the Bible. You know, I, I don't know if other people have noticed that, um, but certainly in my, in my world, I've seen a, a lot of um, doubts whether the Bible really is God's word or um, uh, attacks on certain scriptures that seem to... Um, be harsh, you know, and and uh, and uh, and not go against the, the, the culture of the day. Um, and there seems to be just a real attack on on the Bible. And I, I think it's interesting, you know, that we put those two together. Um, you know, there's a lot of fear, and there's an, a lot of attack on God's word. And yet, you know, what is the antidote to fear? The antidote to fear is God's word. You know, when people are fearful, what they need is truth from God. Um, and so isn't it interesting how the enemy works? You know, the enemy makes people fearful and then he tells them, oh, but you can't believe in the Bible. So stay fearful, you know. 
Um, and so I guess that's the thing that strikes me is that, again, you know, against what many people might want to say in our world, we need to be declaring the Bible as God's word to us today. And that's the only thing that will um, really uh, bring peace and uh, will we'll tackle the fears that we have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what is your book looking back to move forward about? So that's about uh, when we, uh, and it's, it's, a, it's, it's written for Christians, but of course people who may not call themselves Christians, I think you'd get a lot out of it as well. Uh, but it is made, written mainly for Christians because it's encouraging people to, uh, in their journey with God. Um, but it's, it's particularly encouraging people who have faced discouragement or setbacks or disappointments or dreams haven't come true or failure in some way and um, our world will tell us when things go wrong or things don't work out well you know we'll put the past behind us leave the past in the past we'll just keep moving keep pressing onwards that's a message I hear in our culture today but I don't think God works like that I don't think God says keep the past in the past he does when we repent of sin, you know, when we say we're sorry to God for things we've done wrong, then yes, he does push that away as far as the East is from the West, the Psalms tell us. Um, but in terms of, you know, when things go wrong in our lives and we're trying to make sense of them, or if we mess up in some way, or if things just go wrong, um, then I think, I don't think God says just push it away. I think God says, actually, I'm going to use this to make, make your life even more fruitful. So there's two, two passages that really spoke to me because I've, you know, there's been a lot of things that haven't worked out in my life. Um, a lot of things I felt I've failed in, um, a lot of discouragements and disappointments. And so I, I've, I've kind of realized that God wants to help me to make sense of those things um, so that I can then move into the things he wants me to do with my life. And um, so there are two passages that really spoke to me. One is the book of Deuteronomy, and Moses is doing this uh, incredible sermon um, where he's basically with the second generation people of Israel about to enter the promised land, you know. And you would, you'd expect him to stand up and do this real incredible uh, speech, you know, like, you can do it, you know, you can press, you can do this, you can take the land, you know, expect him to do this really rousing speech. But actually what he does is he reminds them of their failures, <laughs> or at least he reminds them of their parents' failures, actually, and their leaders' failures 40 years before. Mm-hmm. But I think he does that because he says, um, you know, you actually need to learn from when things don't go well or when you stuff up or whatever it is, you, you know, because God's got a brilliant future for you, but you've got to learn from the past before you can really take hold of the future. So that really spoke to me looking at a lo- load of stuff that Moses talks about in his, in his sermon at the beginning of Deuteronomy. The other thing that really spoke to me is, you know, there's a passage in John 15 where Jesus says, I'm the vine and you are the branches. And there's this really interesting bit where he talks about pruning, right? And he's saying, you know, if you're fruit, if you're not very, if you're not fruitful, you know, the the father, um, who's the gardener, will will prune the branch, right? But he says, even if you're fruitful, the father will still prune you. 
so that you'll be even more fruitful. In other words, you know, when, when stuff happens, when discouragements, when whatever it is, when stuff happens, hey, maybe that's the father pruning us so that we might be even more fruitful. And if we're going to be even more fruitful in the future, then we need to allow him to prune us. We need to allow him to teach us the things he wants to teach us through the stuff that's happened um, so that we can then move on to his purposes. So that's really what the book is about. And a lot of it is my own sort of stories. Well, some of it's my own stories, and there's some other there's some other other people's stories in there as well. There's a lot of scripture in there, um, uh, because I particular I found uh, you know a, a number of key passages just really ministering to me as I was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been really wonderful to you know hear you and and I'm sure my guest probably enjoyed listening to this episode so far and if they want to you know hear more about you or read your books and stuff there's going to be links to your stuff in the description of this episode um yeah would you like to close out in prayer yeah absolutely yeah so uh maybe i can pray for anybody who is facing discouragement or disappointment or, or or things not working out and uh maybe pray that god will help uh, help you through that uh, into the things that he has for you to do. Uh, so, Father, I just uh, pray for um, anybody listening to this podcast who's facing failure or discouragement or disappointment, things just not working out. Uh, I pray, Lord, that uh, just as that loving Father uh, sometimes prunes the vine so that we might be even more fruitful, I pray, Father in heaven, that you put your loving arms around um around those that are feeling uh feeling those things at this time and lord you'll just um help them through this season help them to learn the things you want to teach them lord build things in their life and in their character that will equip them for the works that you have called them to do in jesus name i pray amen amen so if you need to take just a moment um just to pause this video or you know this episode of of the podcast before you continue listening please do so um but yeah this episode is just about over um and it's been a good episode so far you know and i love you know some of the things my guest said um about uh you know bible study and and um And, and just looking back to move forward. And so once again, you know, like I said, I'm going to have links to his stuff in the description of this episode. So be sure to check it out. You know, because he's not somebody famous. He's, you know, and, and I love having people that aren't famous on my podcast. So this episode is just about over. You know, I have a few more things I want to share, like song of the week, verse of the week. Um, and a few New Year resolutions. So like I shared in the beginning, you know, a few New Year resolutions I have. Uh, a New Year resolution that I shared last year uh, was no Bible, no breakfast. Um, but I felt initially on that last year because for me, well, I don't know. You know, maybe you know. Sometimes you know, not only does Bible study need to be personal, it needs to be. In, you need to be intentional about personal Bible study, or, to, or you need to be intentional about getting into God's Word. Because maybe for me, 
getting to Godsword first thing in the morning, maybe that would be something that would work for me if I was intentional about doing it every morning. I don't know. But the no, the no Bible, No Breakfast New Year Resolution, or it doesn't have to be New Year Resolution, but just that. So, you know, I met somebody who did that before, and they just, if they don't get into God's Word, they don't eat breakfast. It, it's like they make it, they're intentional, about, uh, they're intentional about getting into God's Word before they eat breakfast. And, and spending, you know, a decent amount of time in God's Word every day. But, you know, what, you know, what, different amounts of time were good for different people. Um, for me last year, you know, uh, kind of making similar New Year resolutions every year just to get into God's Word more. So last year, what I did is, is I started the year reading through the New Testament in 30 days. Bam, that was it. I, I read through the New Testament in 30 days fairly early last year. I can't remember which month it was. It wasn't, I don't think it was the month of January, but maybe like February or March. Uh, March, I can't remember. But I read through the New Testament in 30 days and that was basically it for, well, you know, and so the rest of the year I've basically just been reading a verse a day, you know? And so that's that's how I get into God's word. So, you know, I don't know what works for you. Uh, and so, instead of, so, um, yeah, instead of sharing a verse of the day or of the week this week on my podcast, I'm just going to, uh, share a way to study the Bible, which there's many different ways. And so, yeah, and, and maybe, you know, so I encourage you to connect with me on Instagram and share how you study the Bible and then also share some of your new year resolutions as well. But, uh, a one way to study the Bible is kind of a topical word, like if a word comes to mind. So a word that kind of came to my mind, uh, the other day was the word today. Uh, and so you could just kind of go through the Bible. If you know, one of my favorite Bible apps is the version Bible app. You can just search the Bible app for the word day and all the verses with that word should come up and you can read, you know, these different verses, um, all through the Bible that kind of have the same word and just, you know, do a topical word study or whatever, or on a, you know, topic or a word. And that's one way to study the Bible. So pick a word, pick something that comes to mind for you you know, or do a Bible, you know, devotional plan, whether it be, you know, the four-minute devotional plan by my guest or, um, or Bible, a Bible reading plan on the YouVersion Bible app or whatever, you know, do something like that or, um, but yeah, that's, so speaking of the word today, so that brings me to the song of the week and there was a bunch of songs, you know, recently, recently I heard a song titled, uh, Today is the Day by Matthew Parker. So the other day, that song, just a, a lyric from that song just came to my head, and I wanted to listen to that song, but I didn't have that song downloaded. So I, but I searched Spotify for uh, Today, and a few other songs came up, like This is the Day by Josh Wilson. So I listened to that. That song is really good. If you haven't heard This is the Day by Josh Wilson, you should look that up. Listen to it. Um... And there's various other amazing albums that also have, like, the word day or today in them. Like, uh, New New Today by Micah Tyler and Today's the, uh, Day by Lincoln Brewster. Holy, like, exact same name as that song by Josh Wilson uh, and Matthew Parker. I mean, but they're different songs. So Today's the Day by Lincoln Brewster, which I haven't listened to the album. I haven't downloaded. So some people um, might wonder, okay, how do I do that? Because there's a song, there's a Christmas song I heard recently joy to the world by hawk nelson i have that in my playlist but i haven't heard it until this year like i've had it in my playlist for a while it's because how i create my playlist if anyone's wondering and i just want to go around or on a rant about this just because i love to talk about spotify and music um i literally stick whole like I, there's a lot of christian artists that i follow 
for, for, and I listen to Christian radio. So like every single art Christian artist that they play on the radio, I looked them up on Spotify. I had all their albums to like a playlist. So I have one gigantic playlist called Sunshining Radio that literally has all the Christian artists and all their albums, like just their whole album. Because what I don't like about listening to Christian radio is you only hear like top radio singles um, or the top radio songs or whatever. And you don't hear all the songs in their album. So I like to hear all the songs in the album because there's a lot of other good Christian songs out there besides the radio hits. Um, so I have playlists by year. So if you want to listen to music, Christian music from 2010 or, you know, 2016, that's kind of 2016. Um, we are messengers released an album in 2016. I think newsboys and Urban, I don't know, different artists, but that I follow, and so sometimes I like to listen to that playlist, or sometimes I like to listen to the 2021 playlist, and pretty soon here, I'm going to be creating the 2022 uh, music playlist, uh, yeah, so make sure you follow me on Spotify for great Christian music, because I love listening to great Christian music, so a few other songs, so uh, speaking of Christmas recently, um, today's The Savior's Day is another uh, song that has the word day in it, um, but yeah, two other good songs, well, actually, this is, well, yeah, it's two other songs. Not Today by Hillsong United, and then Matthew West released a, a totally different song by the exact same name, Not Today. So, <laughs> oh, my. We got a little bit of a rant there, but what I love about that, This Is The Day by Josh Wilson, is he says, we wait for, like, this day or counting on or it's been a, I listened to this yesterday, but it's, like, kind of fuzzy in my brain. But that's why you need to listen to this song. And then, but, like, today is the day, you know? So, um, you know, it, and it, it kind of goes in with, like, New Year resolutions. It's like, you've made New Year resolutions of things you're going to do this year. Um, but it all starts with today. Um, and so, what are some things you need to start today? You know, what are some things you've been slacking on? What are some things you need to start today? Um, yeah. I, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. This is, you know, the Sunshine Podcast is more than a podcast. You know, I have a ministry kind of, uh, just, I mean, I love, um, just sharing God the resources and stuff to help people live lives that shine. And, uh, I also have, you know, so I encourage you to follow me on, on Instagram. Also, you know, join the community. There's a Facebook community, uh, just for Christians. And then there's a Grieving with Hope community on Facebook as well. There is, um, so many ways to get involved with the Sunshine and with the Sunshine podcast. So, um, yeah. Also, you know, there's the, like all YouTubers say, like, comment, subscribe. And so you can subscribe to this on YouTube or wherever you get podcasts. And that's it for this episode. See ya next week.